Welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And look at this. Two weeks in a row, guys. Two <laughs> weeks. It's almost like we're a real live podcast. It's awesome. <laughs> well, guess what? Next week. <laughs> I know. I know. I said it. And I realized what I was saying as I was saying yeah, it. Well, it's my fault. But it's just is, a crazy this is time. a busy time of year for Val. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is because all of the conventions and festivals and mm-hmm. Burning Man's and everything else that's going on. I just uh, love the juxtaposition of Burning Man and then D23. Yeah. That makes back me so back. happy. Yeah. It's going to be wild, man. Wild. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I love my job. So oh, I yeah. love doing this yeah. with you guys. I love that job. It's super fun. Um, I'm heading to Burning Man tomorrow. My first time there. I saw all the videos that my colleagues have been sending about the flooding. Uh-huh. So that's super oh, wow. fun. Um, but like I've got all of my safari and Alaska clothes, like ready to just be in, like I've been in, you it's know, true. that kind of stuff. So how, how bad go. is the flooding? There was a guy in a kayak um oh. going down the playa in between all the rvs so okay i, I messaged one of my That's managers bad. and i said so do i pack my arm floaties or do i leave them home and she's like as much as i'd love to see those probably just leave those at home and I'm like, okay, fine, I, I don't know i mean i'd bring them just to be safe you just, just want to walk around with them you know oh, just yeah. totally fit in that would not be out of place there yeah i don't think that would be out of place at all the thing is, yeah. is what I love about this is that all of my post-apocalyptic clothing that I can't really wear together in Utah because like, you know, like it's just yeah, like people wouldn't appreciate it. I'm taking it all there. I will be posting pictures nice. with my Mad Max clothes nice. that I just have in my closet. And they're like, oh, we have a pirate night. I'm like, got that in my closet. Totally got it. Like, Tell me what I need. It's it's in there. Does anybody else need anything else? I'll bring I, it. Like I watched yeah. Gary Road the other day, so I'm all for this. Yeah. Yeah. I I have a lot of polo shirts and dress shirts in my closet. When I was a professional, this is person, why our show works. Yeah. Because of the differences. I know that most of you, as going over, how many years have been now? Holy cow! Five years. Five. Yeah. In the five years that we've been doing this, I have gotten less and less and less and less professional in my look. Like I have gone from almost totally professional to like, I have a head tattoo. So, mm-hmm. um, but I used to have professional, I mean, they're still in my closet. Professional so is she clothes. saying it's our fault, Jake? No. That's what I heard. No. But I'm not even sorry about it. I'm not either. No, if, no you just if have it's been our able fault, to see the progression yeah. of me falling it, out of the professional witness, working. If space. it's our fault that Val is living a more authentic life, <laughs> I'm all for it. I agree with that. I do not own a pair of khakis anymore. <laughs> I do not have a pair of black dress pants where that is what I before, I think before 2010, uh-huh. I never wore jeans and a t shirt. I think I maybe oh. owned one pair of jeans. 
Wow. Mm -hmm. And then like, as I worked, it was radio's fault. Honestly, when uh -huh. I got into radio, there's no reason for a promotions director, except for if we like have to go somewhere fancy right. to ever be dressed right. up right? because we're always building things and putting things up and taking them down. And, you know, like I didn't dress like a bum, but right. I'm not putting on dress pants to set up tents and tables. Right. Absolutely. Right. And then yeah. once I got on the air, I'm at work at three in the morning. Like, screw you. I am not getting yeah. ready for that. Yeah. Nobody sees me. Well, well Mike and, did, um, but he didn't care. <laughs> I, I, I'll i be honest. I also don't own a pair of khakis, but it's not because of the work that I do or anything like that. It's just because being named Jake mm -hmm. and not ever working at State Farm, I will never, Ew. ever own a pair of khakis. <laughs> if you get khakis, just because of that commercial, I just am not going to know who you are. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. So, what do it. kind it's... of pants do you wear to work? Dress pants, but they're not like khaki dress pants. They're like suit pants. I usually okay. wear a suit. Gotcha. So, you're super fancy. I've got like one pair of dress pants. Yeah. I don't think I have any khakis. I've got like three pairs of sneakers, one pair of dress shoes, but they're really uncomfortable. Yeah. I have those hiking pants that are of a khaki color. Yeah. That I yeah. bought for South Africa that I'm taking to Burning Africa, Man. Yeah. But like, those are like hiking pants. They're not. Yeah, those aren't like yeah. business khakis. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. This is those really... are for getting dirty. You know, speaking of clothing, Tracy, I was admiring your shirt before. Yes. Uh, off air before we yes. started recording. I love it. We've <laughs> Tracy and I have become fans of Roosevelt. You, I know you, that they sponsor a couple of YouTubers out there. I'm just saying. Come on in. We are two. I mean, moderately good-looking guys. And we would love to sport your shirts more. Uh, it was funny. I was watching. them for this episode. I will. I will. I will at them and hashtag them. And it, It's because of you. You had a couple. And I'm like, okay, those are really cool designs. And then you sent me the link over to the website. And I started looking through. And I'm like, all right, that's a cool design. That's a cool design. And I ordered my first one. And I, you know, you're never sure when you order a shirt off the internet or any kind of right. the internet, cause you're like, is it going to feel good? Does it fit right? And man, these, these things are super comfortable. They're, they're very comfortable. They're very lightweight. Um, they're, I love wearing mine like to the conventions that, you know, well, to the convention that we go to occasionally. Right. Um, and I just love it because it's so lightweight and I feel like I don't get extra sweaty or anything. Yeah. Um, and they do have cool designs, but the material is really what won me over the most on it. So, yeah, and they've um, got everything from like Happy Gilmore to Fred Flintstone to Pixar to Jaws. I mean, you name it. Yeah. If you're a fan of I, something, you probably have a design for it. I was watching a Disneyland YouTube video today, Magic uh -huh. Journeys. I don't know if you guys have checked out that channel. It's fun. Mm -hmm. But the guy, they were showing all the Halloween decorations, but the, the host, I think he's. Um, anyway, the host that's on there, he was wearing my Star Wars shirt. Oh, nice. Roosevelt. So I was like, hey, it's my Star Wars shirt. I was really excited. Were you like the, and then Leonardo, I thought, the Leonardo DiCaprio meme from... Uh, yeah, like ah! I was like... I, but, it, but it made me think I need to have a couple of those that I can bring when we go to Disneyland in yep. January um, because they're just cool looking and, and they're comfortable. Comment on them. Like I went and saw the podiatrist yeah. today and the podiatrist was like, Oh my gosh, I love your shirt. I'm like, cool. So we had a little conversation. Nice. Yeah. I, when I wear my ET one out, 
people uh-huh. are always like, I thought those were blueberries. I'm like, no, the big circles aren't even blue. They're like the one part of the shirt that's not blue. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but Roosevelt's. Yeah, Roosevelt's, give us a call. Uh, we're your guys. Um, but I will say, Disneyland coming up in January. It's starting to get real. It's getting close. We're all in the middle of training. We're all we in the middle booked of booked our hotel trying to get today. ready. Hotel Val got us a screaming deal. Yep. Thank, Thank you, you getaway today. Thank you, getaway yep. today. And we also would love you to sponsor us as well. <laughs> we every time I've gone to Disneyland, I've used getaway today to go to get yeah, the tickets. Right. Um it just makes it so easy, kind of one-stop shop if you're planning a trip and they take good care of you. So again, that is a wonderful plug that I would love to continue to do. <laughs> Get away today. Give us a call. First I'll at them on this as well. First one's free. First yeah. First... Free. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, great. So all five of your viewers. No, just kidding. We have more than that. We have more than that, Roosevelt's and Getaway Today. And with your help, we could have even more. Um, but we are raising money. Now, let's promote something that is actually really, really important. We are raising money for the American Cancer Society. Um, you guys, this is a great charity because they everything that they get goes to cancer research to help individuals who are fighting cancer get trips to to uh, the therapy that they need to go to or the doctor or whatever the case might be. Um, Five dollars makes a huge difference. Yeah, so they're they're out there trying to make a difference. All of us have been touched at some point or another by cancer. Um, and like I think everybody out there has at this point, right? Yeah. You've, everybody's... I don't know. You could not have, yeah, yeah. So the great thing with them: every dollar that you donate goes directly to them. Yes, and they're an yep. A plus rated charity, so like they have very little overhead. The majority of the donations, I mean, they have to pay their people some, you know, but the majority yeah. they're not they're not throwing lavish parties. They're not, um, you know, having. Elon Musk come out and, and throw a rave party for them. You know, it's uh, all your money is going to cancer and helping people with cancer. Yeah. And Tracy, you've done this charity. Um, well, I mean, I think the first time you did it was right after we started recording the show yeah. or yep, just shortly thereafter. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty. Um, right and I, I just appreciate that you've done this. You've been part of the team. It's been a great community. Uh, I think that, um, the the charity itself is really good guys we wouldn't ask for donations if we didn't trust the charity that we were asking for donations for. yeah so and i mean you guys are on the facebook group i mean like you see posts from people who are like in chemo treatments who are planning on racing later on next year you know i mean it's incredible yeah so yeah so if you can donate we will put the link in the description for this video as well as any of our social media posts if you can we would love it even $5 makes a big difference. Um, so please consider doing that if you can. Whew, I think that was all of the housekeeping, <laughs> right? Good job. So I was Whew. on an airplane. Crazy, I know. You? Um, but last week I was <laughs> flying home. That's weird. You you never fly places, <laughs> no. Well, That's so strange. <laughs> um, I, was, uh, I was flying home from the Canadias. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a Canadia. I don't know that there is an... It seems like there's more than one type of Canada because mm-hmm. depending oh, totally on where is. you go, yeah, they're all different areas and spaces. And I've been to two different locations in Canada now. They could not be more different. Beautiful, very nice people, but very different um, 
cultures. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and I was going through the movies and it's really hard because like I get on and I'm like, okay, what movie do I want to watch again? Because normally there is not yeah. a movie that I haven't seen. Right. And so I'm like, right. okay, what do I want to get into? I always go to documentaries and see what new doc, because sometimes in the docs, I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that, you know, sure. mm -hmm. um, seen all those. And so I'm just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I saw the movie Lion and it was a movie that I saw when it came out. And it's one that I only watched one time after it came out. And so I, I'm like, okay, well, I'll watch this one because I really love the actors that are in it. And I remember, you know, the story. But what I didn't remember is all the times that you cry during the movie. And so luckily I was sitting next to the window seat and I'm like, I'm just going to look out the window. <laughs> Uh, oh that's really cool oh, don't mind me and then like go back to the movie um yeah so it's it's an emotional ride it's Lion. a beautiful film yes my yes, gosh yes. the cinematography on this is just fantastic yeah yeah and and it is definitely one of those movies we i've mentioned this before sometimes you put on a movie and you start to watch it and there's just a certain quality like uh -huh. Some movies just have a quality that's like, I know this is going to be good filmmaking. Yeah. Um, and this definitely has that quality from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And you've got and some throughout. really great people. I mean, Nicole Kidman yep. um, is in it. Um, David Wenham. I don't know if I ever say his name right, but I love him. You don't see him in a ton of stuff, but when you do, he is always like a star of like whatever scene he is in. I don't know if you guys have seen, um, he was in the Elvis movie um, that came out. He was also in um, Australia. Yeah. And in that movie, mm -hmm. like you want to hate his guts <laughs> in that movie, but he's so, so, so good. Yeah. Um, and then of course, Dev Patel that who is in it. But I think one of the superstars of this movie is is Sonny. He's the plays yeah. the younger, yeah, and yeah. you know Dev Patel's younger character. And I just this kid is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Typically, when you've got a child actor, I I don't, I never hold child actors to the same standard that I would an right. adult actor. Right. Yeah. But they typically are there to look the part and just kind of. But this kid's got chops, man. He's usually, a great usually it's actor. the precocious kid. You know, yeah. it's the smile yeah. kid. It's the kid that's whatever. But yeah, for a kid to carry, I mean, like he's got to carry a good half of this movie. Yeah, 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 and so, yeah. For, for those who haven't seen Lion, which I'm guessing is most of you out there, because this was <laughs> one that it didn't, it, it it wasn't a big box office smash hit. It wasn't a blockbuster, right? But, yeah. um. For those that don't know the story, uh, it is about a boy in India who gets lost on a train. Well, he he's his mother. Um, the, he I don't know if they say what happened to his father, but his mom's a single mother. Mm -hmm. um, he and a, and a, and his older brother, and his older brother. This the scene where his older brother is going to go to work, and he's trying to convince mm -hmm. him that he should go with him. And his older brother's like, you're too little. And he's like, I can lift anything. And he goes around and he's picking up anything he can get his hands on to show how strong he is. That scene was Which, just by so the way, great. is a total thing that a kid that age would do. 
Yeah. I could see Ben doing the same thing. Oh, I can do that, Dad. Don't even worry about it. Like, okay. But it's it's so innocent. You. Like you were saying, Jake, it's it's so innocent because he just he's act he's asking his brother if he can go hang out with him, if he can go to work with him, which I mean, if you're a younger, if you have an older sibling, you only just wanted to hang out with your older sibling, yeah. your entire, you know, youth. I mean, I always wanted to go play with my sister and then my mom would make her take me. And then her and her friend would make me go take a nap when I got to her friend's house. Like I couldn't actually play with them. <laughs> no therapy for that at all. Um, but like, so he, he goes and he gets on this train He's trying to mm -hmm. be with his brother and he gets on this train and he falls asleep. Cause it's a night job, the train car, because it's a night job. They're doing something that's not on the up and up. Right. right. And mm -hmm. he gets lost and left on this train and he wakes up. The train is completely empty and it's heartbreaking when he's yelling as the train is going by at the top of his lungs and you can't hear him. And then it stops and he sees another little boy all by himself. And he's like, save me, yeah. help me, like get me out of here. And that kid is just like, like, I can't do anything. The shot from behind the kid seeing the train and seeing that little arm sticking out while he's yeah. saying, save me. Oh my mm -hmm. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is based on a true story, everybody. Yeah. This isn't made up. Of course, there's a lot of things. And I was trying to explain this to somebody today at the barbershop when I went, because I now go to the barbershop. I'm I'm cool like that. Um, they were talking movies to me. And I said, I just, they brought up a certain movie that's out in the theaters uh -huh. right now. Uh -huh. um, that's a hot topic. And I said, well, hold on a second. Even if it's a biopic, which is kind of what this is, right? It's right. a based on a true story movie, mm -hmm. which is so is this other movie. Mm -hmm. I said, it doesn't mean that it's all true. Right. Even if it's a documentary, right. it doesn't mean that it's all true. I said, the basic idea is out there and you can enjoy mm -hmm. it for the entertainment that it is. And there's going to be a lot of it that is true, but hopefully a movie like this, like Lion, sparks something in you to go learn about what the whole story is, right? right. Or yeah. you can just watch it and be entertained and feel, feel, the, feel the feelings and understand that some of this happened and how crazy is that yeah. that it happened? This, this kid oh, ended up traveling a thousand miles. Yeah, it was 12, wasn't it 1200? Yeah. yeah. 1200 yeah. kilometers or something. Yeah. Some, miles. yeah. Yeah. Crazy amount away from his house. He doesn't speak the same language because yeah. in the, in the different, um areas in his country it's they all these people. different dialects like yeah. so many different dialects and mm -hmm. so now he's in a city and he's tiny and all these people are just like crammed in the station and i'm just like oh my gosh this kid is gonna get trampled and him climbing up on that thing and oh. just being there as this a sea of people oh, i'm just yeah. like I would want to help him, but well, nobody wants to help him. He's on that pole and he's crying out for his mother. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, my my parental anxiety was through the roof oh, during these imagine. scenes because it was just like, like, because you do, you think, what if that was my kid out there? And like, it's, yeah, it's hard. Um, yeah. So it's hard to watch sometimes, but yeah. It's but the like, reality too. 
Tracy brought up the cinematography and the the story of the coloring in this movie is so great because when he is with his mom at the beginning of the movie, even though, so she's like paying some kind of debt to society, right? She's, it's her job to carry rocks and they don't ever really say that that's what it is, but you kind she's of get the gist labor. that she's doing hard labor. She's paying back a debt of sorts. Um, and so she doesn't have a lot of money and they're in this very small town and everybody knows each other. Right. Yeah. Um, and the colors are very, it's a lot of uh, browns and dirt. And every once in a while you'll see like some other bright, you know, things because he's still in this childlike atmosphere and he doesn't care that his mom moves rocks. That's exciting. Like right. he can help his mom move rocks. He's, mom, he's I can strong. help you. I'm strong. Yeah. <laughs> but when he gets off that train, yeah. the color of the whole movie goes down. Mm -hmm. Like it's dank. It is dark and dank and scary. Yeah. I mean, he wakes well, up and, it, and it, it's just blue. It's yeah. just yeah Ooh. yeah well and it shouldn't it shouldn't be surprising that the coloring and everything with the cinematography is as good as it is greg fraser is the is the cinematographer um if you don't know that name i'm sure tracy does because I tracy knows it. all the names i can tell you off the top of my head what he's done but i recognize the name okay well i'm gonna list them tracy and you're right. gonna understand why you enjoyed the cinematography uh -huh. of this movie <laughs> dune rogue one the batman uh -huh. um like yeah. just all sorts of films where the coloring and yeah. the visual effects just tell so much of the story. Zero Dark Thirty is another one. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Th this guy's good and the way he uses the pictures to tell the story is amazing. Well, and that's what's so cool is because it's like if you have studied film and you you've learned about it and you know some of these things even if if it's done really well, even if you haven't studied and you haven't paid attention it still affects you on a subconscious level like you still it notice it on some level yeah yeah it's it's amazing and just going from like there's a lot of different time frames in the movie but i don't mm -hmm. think you get lost they do a good job no. of pacing and editing because you're going to go back and forth from when he was a kid to then when like go back to his mom and brother looking for him to then he's older and then he gets adopted. And that's when he gets found. So he's trying to find his home. He doesn't find his home. Nobody understands what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And he ends up finding a whole bunch of other orphaned kids. Um, and like tries to become a little bit of their community and they all get raided and yeah. he, he gets away, which I'm like, okay, child trafficking, like, we, you know, right. like it's freaking scary uh -huh. that you, this happens all the time. 60,000 kids a year there, right? Go misplaced from their families. And um, so it's just heartbreaking, but he gets away and he just kind of figures out how to, to do it and get by. And he's in a country where they're so used to seeing homeless kids that are right. like five years old, dirty and sleeping on the side of the road, which is another sad mm -hmm. situation that there are countries out there that are like this, but there are. Um, and then he falls into another sticky situation. Without that whole sequence was rough. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When, so he thinks he finds a trusting person. She gives him sort of pop and yeah nice to him mm -hmm. and this guy is gonna come and save him and they're gonna they're gonna find his mom together and no they're not 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets away. Yeah. Because yeah. he's got the Thankfully, yeah. 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 But then he does he and does that's one of those orphanage. Oh, sorry, Jake, go ahead. Yep. No, I was just gonna say that's another one of those moments where it's like, dude, just and you you just don't want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Watch yeah. It. So yeah. you're he's like, like I, he's come no, on. Please, no, please. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't. Please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, but this kid through like this whole situation, this young actor, like you don't see, so I just, good. I just see what's happening. I don't recognize that this isn't happening to him. Like it's crazy how good it is. And again, the whole coloring of that scene, you know, it's not going to go well. Cause when he's walking on the tracks, you kind of have these Amber skies and it's, uh -huh. you see a little bit of hope in the air, no pun intended. Um, but it's out there in the air. And then once they get to her neighborhood, it goes back to the blue, yep. right? It goes yep. back to that kind of danky blue. Um, and then he gets put in an orphanage. Um, and, you know, it's not like in the United States where if you're found, they're going to try and find your family, right? right? They put him in an orphanage because there are so many homeless kids there. And the newspaper ad. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Um, but if it's not even in the same area or in this, you know, like it's same language or same yeah. language or whatever, um, you know, that's what they've done. And then they send him to Australia to get adopted. So it's like you're now so far away from your right. house, right. not just in a different Providence or a different city or whatever. You're in a different country. You are across the pond uh -huh. in a different country with a whole new language, with people that are unlike anybody you have ever seen before. Because when you get to see these parents, you know, like we've never seen Nicole Kidman even look like this, right? right. He is and the whitest of white, like fluorescent white. She's got this bright red Afro. hair like all right here Big and boost. like he has only seen a very specific type of person right right it's crazy and it's crazy how much nicole kidman looks like his mother the adopted yeah. mother because at the end they have video and photographs and it's crazy how much it's like wow she really looks like well yeah really? when she shows up in the wig originally it's like that is such a bad like the uh -huh. big hair like that is such a bad look, but yeah, like you said, then you and see the like, pictures oh. like, oh no, that's actually really spot on for what it was. <laughs> Still a bad look, but I understand why they did it. Now. Um, did, did, have I ever talked to you guys about the movie Rabbit Proof Fence? That's one that no. we should do one of these days. That one is it's an Australian film and it's got a lot of similarities. It's based on a true story about um, it's got Kenneth Branagh. Um, it's about how back in Australia, the white um, uh, settlers were building a rabbit-proof fence across Australia to keep the rabbits out of the um, farmlands. And while they were there, some of them would have relationships with the natives and they would have half-caste children. And what they would do is they didn't want to dilute the pure white um, blood and so they would take these children away and would like raise them to be either slaves if they were lucky, they were like housemates. And so these two little girls get kidnapped and taken clear across Australia and they walk all the way back to wow. find their way back home. So that this is a very yeah. similar. Yeah, in Australia, they actually, the movie Australia, yeah, they talk about that mm -hmm. because they take all the half the yes. half kids um to a, an island um and mm -hmm. raise them there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's 
yeah, it's so sad. What and to think that we're not that far removed, and it's still happening yeah. in a lot of in a lot of cases. This isn't yeah. a movie that was set back in the 1700s. This no. was like in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> think. I don't think we understand. I, I don't anyway. I've having never lived or been to India and right like the the caste system and the the amount of people and the poverty levels and things like that it's so hard for us to even imagine and comprehend that and so seeing these things and understanding this wasn't you know a long time ago this was within my lifetime that's amazing yeah. to me yeah yeah and i got to say i wish i don't know why dev patel is not a bigger name star like yeah, I mean, has everything you're looking for in a leading man. Yeah, I mean, he he came out on the scene, <laughs> and everybody really paid attention when Slum Slum Dog Millionaire came out in 2008, right? right. And I thought that mm -hmm. movie was fine. I thought it was a good movie, but he has done so many so many great movies. Like you know, I love um, the the Best Exotic Hotel, which I think yeah. we've talked about on this show um is so great um and he, there was two movies to that he was in old which wasn't the best movie but he was really great was in the, it the, the green, green that, the that's green tracy's night, favorite the green knight <laughs> is dave hates that movie more than anything i don't hate Older it the green knight. um i don't hate the green knight but i don't oh, i love that one um i think it was a good piece of art but i i think it's one of those things that is only for a very spe specific audience, but it doesn't yeah. mean that that's bad. You know what I mean? Right. It just, right. it definitely is not for everyone. It's, he is fantastic. He it. is. He is. Yeah. Um, Tracy's, but, Tracy's yeah. favorite Dev Patel film is definitely old because we know how he feels about M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> no, but he's such a great actor. And I also don't understand why he's not doing more. Um, you know, maybe it's it's a choice, but yeah, he hasn't since the Green Knight. He, you know, old and the Green Knight came out in the same year, and he yeah. hasn't. Mm -hmm. He has something coming out this year. The wonderful story of Henry, um, is coming out. I haven't seen anything on it. Okay, um, but that has a really great cast. It's Benedict Cumberbatch, Dev Patel, Ralph Fiennes. Um, Rupert Friend, oh, Ben Ray Kingsley, like I love ben Kingsley. This is a, an a, an amazing cast of people, and it says it's coming out September first. So very like right, right around the corner, like in two Excellent. weeks, um, it'll be out. I don't know why I haven't seen anything yeah. on it, but that, that makes it, me nervous when you've got that many great names in it and we haven't heard or well, seen any. Well, I just haven't. It. I am not the. The all-seeing eye of everything. I, well, uh, no, but I haven't. I between the three of us, I don't think any of us have heard anything about. Yeah, I mean, it might be in some email somewhere, and I just have not been <laughs> like paying attention. Well, it's um, hard too when there's not a whole lot of publicity going on. Like you don't have the stars out talking about that's it. That's true. Yeah, and I shows. and and things are going to start getting pushed back. Like I don't want to yeah. get too far off sure. topic yeah. here, but. You know, if you have a movie that you're looking forward to that's coming out, it might be pushed back because this strike is not going to end nope. by the end of the year and they need to make these movies okay. kind of last a little bit. Uh -huh. So maybe we haven't heard much about it because it might be pushed. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll right. look up. Right. But that's yeah. definitely going to start happening. Yeah. It is because they've got to stretch it out anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I, 
I want the actors and the writers to get treated fairly and get paid fairly and all of that. But I'm also Star Trek Strange New Worlds just ended season two on this huge cliffhanger. And it's probably oh. going to be at least two years before season oh. three comes out because, and I just, I don't know if I can take it. I can, it's fine. Cause people <laughs> like equal, like equal pay and fairness and all. Right. I, I'm all for it. But the fan, but at you, the same time, the fan, <laughs> the fan, fan be like, I can't wait to happen. It'll be fine. I'll be fine. Um, <laughs> So I will say this movie has a very intriguing beginning. It's it's very well played, and I think the end is pretty good. I feel like it kind of dragged a little bit in the middle. I felt that. Did yeah. you guys feel that as well, or am I yeah, way I, off? I feel base like there? so. He's having in the middle of the movie. He's having a crisis. He has grown up. Mm-hmm. Um, he mm-hmm. now has been living with um, his adopted parents since he was younger, yeah. to the point where he doesn't really remember a lot of his childhood and he has an adopted older brother who went through similar situations but actually was trafficked and And so he has a lot of trauma and his parents have had to spend a lot of time kind of working with him so one of the adopted kids could not be saved and the other kid who really didn't need to be saved was doing really well right Right. um Mm -hmm. and so he you know, has some issues with, you know, being put in the same category as is his adopted brother. He has some issues kind of remember, he starts remembering his past and he wants to go figure out who his mom really is, but he doesn't want to compromise mm-hmm. the relationship he has with his adopted mom. Well, and then, and then too, he's got resentment towards his brother because he yeah. feels like he is hurting their yeah. mother. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. 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 But I think he also has survivor's guilt. Like to me, to me, I think he's angry at his brother because, you know, he understands what he's going through and it's hard Mm -hmm. because he saw what could have happened to him and it didn't happen to him. And so I think he's really, really angry with himself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. And I do think that. No, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Therapist Val, put a put a can out there Therapist to collect nickels. I am not a professional therapist. I've just been to a lot of therapy. <laughs> I I do think, and you hit on this: the adopted parent and child relationship is really well explored in the film in the way that, like, he does have a good relationship with his adopted parents, and he does have a strong. Uh, familial bond there even though they're not bound by blood right and a lot of times a lot of times in a lot of movies adoption is kind of used as a plot device to like the parents or kind of the whether it's I've got to find out who I am and figure it out or the parents are kind of the bad guys because of whatever but in this case like they were just a really good family that yeah, through they adoption, were actu- you know? actually decent people that just yeah. wanted to adopt these kids. And we find out when he finds out. So Deb's character, you know, finds out towards the end that it wasn't that his mom, his adopted mom couldn't have children. He thought that's why he was adopted. It's she didn't want she wanted to adopt from the minute she was in junior high or whatever. Yeah. She knew she was going to adopt and not only that adopt a child from India. 
And she felt so strongly about this that that's what she wanted to do. She said, there are too many people in the world. And we see that in India and in that train station. She's like that. I didn't want to bring more people into the world. I wanted to help people that were already here. Um, and I just thought that was so great. Um, and, but it rocked his world a little bit because he had this whole, he had created this whole story Uh in his mind that was driving him mad, you know, to the point where he's alienating his girlfriend, he's alienating, you know, his, his adopted dad, who's just trying to like be helpful. And he just, he isolates himself. And I think when we kind of get into the girlfriend aspect and like his career, that's when it kind of like slows down a little bit. Yeah, um, the momentum of like where we're going, um, not to the point where I didn't like it. It just kind of the momentum kind of lost yeah. right yeah. there. But it's fascinating though, because he uses Google earth and they figure out, okay, you ended up here. Mm-hmm. So how fast did the trains go back then? Okay. Yeah. Let's figure out about where you might have picked up the train because he doesn't, mm-hmm. he, he, the town that he says he's from, nobody knows what it is because that's just, what he knew it was because he's like what five right. maybe yeah. six yeah and so he's mispronouncing it or he's misremembering it and so what he's looking for doesn't exist and so they start going through and like google earth and looking for stuff and he eventually finds the labor camp where his mom worked mm-hmm. and is able to find her from there which is incredible and that's actually happened yeah yeah, I think after I watched yeah. this movie, I was like, ooh, you can do that. And I went home and I'm like, I'm going to Google Earth my house. You know? Like, like, oh. <laughs> oh, we can see everything. Um, but no, that was so cool. And then he started getting memories of the streets yeah. he's running down and, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff that's happening, which I just thought was very, very cool. Um, you know, those memories coming back. And then when he finally gets to that town and you see, like, his body is very different yes. than everyone else that is there. He was yes. pulled away from an environment where he didn't have to do hard labor every day. He right. was pulled away from an environment that he had proper nutrition, he proper health checkups, mm. exercise, like mm. all of that kind of stuff. And so he is so much bigger than everyone else in this town. And it's just to me that that scene um, of his entering that small town was so telling of how different his life was. And then when he starts walking to his house and it's just a bunch of goats, yeah. and he's like, well, that was my house. It's goats. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the fact that he's so afraid to tell his adopted mother that he wants to find his birth mother. And that's, as somebody who knows someone who has been adopted, that's a heavy, yeah, a heavy thing. Cause mm-hmm. you're like, am I, am I betraying what you gave me because I want to find my birth parents, you know? And, but he's so afraid that she's going to be upset and she's completely on board with this. Yeah. And yeah. I love how they show that his biological mom and his adopted mom were actually so thankful for each other. Yeah. Um, and you yeah. know, you get to see, you know, as the movie is ending, like when they actually meet each other and you know, the all of this footage. is, yeah, just, I mean, to me, that's when I was just like, I got to look out the window. Um, 
<laughs> oh, it's pretty out there. That's pretty. <laughs> Flying at night, you can't even see the ground. Oh, look how. <laughs> and then in the in the postscript where it says that his mother never moved. Yeah. Because she never gave up the idea that he was going to find her somehow. Yeah. Because if she moves, yeah. there's no way he's going to find yeah. her. She had hope that entire yeah. time. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's amazing. And, and it, both of his moms were redheads. So. <laughs> now, Val, how did you first see this movie? I saw this in the theater the first time I saw it. Okay. So Did you see it as a screening or did you go? No, this was 2008. So I okay. think I just got to Radio Disney at that point. I think this was probably a date night movie or I went and saw it with my mother-in-law or something. But I remember seeing it in the theater. Um and it was very, very emotional. Yeah. Um, and just, again, so beautiful of, in a, of a movie in so many ways. Um, and I just, like, again, like, Dev Patel is such a quiet actor. And I mean, and yeah. by quiet, I mean, like, you don't see Dev. He does so much right here. He, he mm -hmm. really embodies whatever character... Mm -hmm. he is doing whether it's comedic or romantic or dramatic and um he just kind of melts away and it's I don't, i'm just so impressed by him every movie yeah. that i see him in i'm impressed by him absolutely and he does yeah. so much with his face like yeah it's like effortless you know sometimes yeah. you can see an actor and you're like he's emoting you know I mean, <laughs> yeah like, I like Leonardo DiCaprio, but you can tell when he's acting, you know, and yeah. with Dev, you don't get that. It just is like, it's just it's this organic. Or, it's, or, yeah. it's just very organic yeah. for sure. Yeah. He's, he's one of those subtle organic actors, a lot like Nick Cage, really very, very similar. much like Nick Cage. Yes. <laughs> There's a new Nick Cage movie streaming right now that I'm I haven't watched, but it looks, it is looks super. Ron Perlman? Oh, I don't know. I just know he mafia he, guy. He's he, the former CIA agent. I don't think that's the one. I think that's oh. the one that's coming out in theaters. This one okay. is when he gets in, he gets in somebody's car with oh, a yeah. gun and he yes. like, and the guy's like, look, my wife's in the hospital, like having a baby. Like this is a family emergency. And he goes, I'm your family emergency. Like that's, in the trailer and i'm like nobody i have to watch this piece of crap. nobody can pull I, off a line like I that really, like i really i really want to watch this. this is this is my favorite thing about nick cage he will <laughs> and yes we call him nick because we're on that kind of <laughs> level nick forget nicholas cage no it's nick Steven, around Steven, here nick but, you two need to hook up yeah <laughs> steven tom nick that's who we hang out with on the weekends guys <laughs> uh but but i love that he will be in any movie that he thinks is fun. And then he yeah. will act his butt off in that movie. Yeah. Like he it doesn't matter how ridiculous the role is or how deep yeah. it is. He doesn't care. He's just yeah. going to give his all every yeah. time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we should grade this. Um, yes, let's do it. I, I'll, I'll kick it off. I think it was really good. I do think there were points in the middle where it dragged a little bit like we talked about, but not to the point where that, like you said, Val, it was still a really, really good movie. Um, my wife, it was funny. She said, I've never heard of this. I said, no, this is one of those movies that like, unless you go to every movie that comes out or you're a big movie fan, you probably didn't hear about this one. Right. And so you should definitely go back and check it out. I'm giving it an A minus. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Jake. I'm going to go A- minus as well, just because of the little bit of the pacing in the middle. But like I said earlier, the cinematography is gorgeous. The coloring is great. It is. Um, the acting's phenomenal. That kid is just a talent. Um, Even how they the found, brother, like yeah, the, the younger brothers, brother and the older brother. Oh, oh my god! the relationship with the two of them, like you totally get the little the bickering and the I don't want to take my little brother. I want to be with my friends and I want to get my work done because I'm the man of the house. And he's like, no, I need to come. I need to help because this is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, other than the little bit of the pacing in the middle, this was a film I had not heard of. Um, I don't know how this one slipped by, but it did. So I'm really grateful, Val, that you recommended this one. A minus. I'm sorry. I, I think I said this came out in 2008. It came out in 2016. So okay. it probably was a screener. 2008 was Slumdog Millionaire. Still. Um, so it may have yeah. been a screener. I saw yeah. it in the theater. Um, but there was this, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when he's having this flashback of, you know, there was always a time when the kids went and played in this waterhole area. Um, and he walks to that water hole or past that water hole when he gets into the city and he has this like flashback and his brother who has to be like 15 years old, maybe yeah. right. His older brother. Um, he, I mean, maybe even 13, I don't know. 14, like 14, 15, somewhere. Right. Yeah. Some, yeah. something like that, but they're at the water hole and he's laying there and his brother little, you know, at when he's little is just laying there on his chest because he is the man of the house. There isn't, that is something you would do with mm-hmm. your dad, but that's how close they were in that relationship. And he just remembers that. And then when he finds out that his brother, who he's been searching for this whole time, um, is not there anymore. And you're just like, oh. but for me, like there are so many moments like that in the movie that are so, and I don't want to say this is such a sad movie. It's very hopeful. It's there are just a lot of, it's emotions. very human. Yeah. yeah, it's very human. It's very organic. Yeah. Um, and it's an A minus for me as well. Again, there's a few things that I would kind of clean up, but not to the point where that's me being nitpicky. Right. Um, right. Yeah. But I mean, it's definitely it's A minus for me. Yeah, I I feel I feel like it's really interesting because we all gave it A minus, which is a really good grade. But I feel like we were all apologetic about giving it an A minus. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's other movies that we would give an A minus. So we're like, oh, this was definitely really good. A minus, anyway. But yeah. um, this was good. It was nominated for six Oscars, by the yes. way, in 2017. Yeah. So I don't know how you missed picture. on it, Tracy. I, I don't know, but um, <laughs> slacker. It's, 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 all the reasons why you should have seen it. We're just exactly. going to keep piling it on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it is streaming for free. It's on. I watched it on the Roku channel. It's on Tubi TV. You can rent it through Apple. If you're TV flying Delta, others. <laughs> Delta's got it. Yeah. <laughs> Delta, if you but want to sponsor is, our show. It is weird because I'm so used to like now streaming with movies and stuff. You know, you don't necessarily get the commercials. So yeah. watch on the Roku channel and there's like this really poignant emotional moment where he's dreaming about his mom and he's dreaming about moving yeah, rocks and the commercial his mom. And then he's <laughs> moving little rocks and he's, he's talking about how strong he is and he's laying there on the ground you know, moving these little rocks and imagining he's moving bigger rocks with his mother. And then it cuts to a Chevy commercial. And I'm like, Chevys can move rocks too. They sure can. (laughs) (laughs) They can. That's a, that's a, it's a weird, it's a weird advertisement there because I'm thinking, anyway, I'm going to make a comment that I'm not going to make that was going to stereotype people. That's not fair. (laughs) 
Way to catch uh, yourself. Thanks. <laughs> there you go. There's Lion. Go check it out if you haven't heard of it or seen it or you remember hearing about it and thought, I should probably watch that sometime. You should you go should check it out. Yeah, very human, yeah. beautiful little story. Um, what do we... I, I don't even know where we're going to close this out. <laughs> Thank you so much for your support. You're listening. You're you're watching. We appreciate it. We're always appreciative. Subscribe, appreciative. share. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Share the video. Like the video. Comment on the video. Those kinds of things draw more um, eyes to our videos, and we and always appreciate that. Jake and I will be over at FanX in September. Val's going to be out of town, but Jake and I will be there. So if Maybe. you see us, say hi. <laughs> Yeah, we, we we don't necessarily have a movies that make us panel, but you know we'll be we don't we'll be over but we there. Should, not, not we'll probably pop we up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't um, be there quite as much as we have been, but we'll be there. If if we find out our schedules before the day of the show, we will share that with you guys so everybody knows uh, where to find us and how. Uh, Tracy will probably be in some kind of snazzy Roosevelt shirt. I will too. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then stay tuned to our Facebook page because we'll let you know when we're going to do our Disney trivia night, yes. which we have done every year for the past couple of years um, over at the Midway Tavern um, in Midvale. And you can come hang out with us and do some trivia. The trivia is free, but we're also going to have items to raffle so that you can donate um, to the American Cancer Society. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you all for listening, watching, we appreciate it. And until next time, don't take any wooden nickels. I don't know. That's what my grandfather used to always say. Don't take any wooden nickels. But it ended up not so being cool. a big problem in life. Yeah. Look I thought it would be a much bigger I problem as I, I got older. Of all the wooden nickels. <laughs>